Great news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Raglan, Educational and Transformational Ministries. Great ministries. Welcome to this week's podcast. Let's pray. Father, we thank you again for this day. We thank you for those who have tuned into this week's podcast. We pray for healing in this land. We pray for healing for the victims of COVID-19. We pray for reconciliation between the races. We pray for unity in this country. We pray for peace in this land. We pray that your word will go forward. It will not return to you empty. It will accomplish what you sent it to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Last week's podcast left off with Romans 12, verses 9 through 18. And this week, I want to take a closer look at Romans 12, verses 9 through 14. As the current social climate remains cloudy at best, God's Word is able to clear the skies. The T in great ministry stands for transformation, and it's based on Romans 12 and 2, when Paul writes, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. My friends, the only way our racial mindsets can be molded is through God's Word. We continue to go around in circles with the hope of change in attitudes, yet nothing is altered. Change is difficult. It is easier to maintain the status quo, and those who resist social reform certainly have not had their minds renewed. As we think we're just about to get off the racial roller coaster, the gates shut, the restraints lock in place, and here we go again. The only way to get off the ride is to break the cycle, and that's what has happened. This younger generation has no interest in continuing the same old ride. We've known this world was broken forever, and yet, we are in denial how to fix it. While the world tries to half-heartedly fix the problem, now remember, some want to keep things the way they are, I submit to you that the solution to the problem has been and always will be in God's Word. Transformation means metamorphosis, as in the caterpillar which becomes the butterfly. The problem is we continue to go in as a caterpillar and we come out as the same caterpillar. Let's take a look how we can change, with God's help, starting with Romans 12 and 9. It says, Let love be without hypocrisy. Folks, it has been said that a hypocrite is a person who is not himself on Sunday. Six days a week, we have been talking about people, backstabbing people, throwing them under the bus, lying on people. Then come Sunday morning, the same person becomes a Christian, saying things like, Praise the Lord, or God is good all the time. And be blessed, my brother. Monday comes, and he is back to his pre-Sunday persona. He is such a good actor, he has half the people fooled. But the true test of one's character is showing sincere love for everyone. This is a pass-fail test. Either we have genuine love for others, or we don't. With 400 years of animosity to overcome, black and white relations must start with one-on-one dialogue. When groups get involved... There is always someone in the group who is not going to go along with God's program. One-on-one doesn't mean only ministers providing the impetus to start talking. Amos 3 and 3 proclaims, Can two walk together except they be agreed? The rest of Romans 12 and 9 says, Hate what is evil, cling to what is good. Friends, I love the peaceful protest because they are peaceful. They are good. But I hate the violent protest because they are evil in nature. Unfortunately, the violent protest overshadows the peaceful protest in the minds of many. 
A peaceful protest may be scheduled to end at 6 p.m., and if violence starts later, the peaceful protest is all but forgotten. Romans 12 and 10 continues Paul's theme on brotherly, sisterly love and gives us a command to be kindly affectionate to one another. My Christian friends, when I visit a church, I take notice how I'm treated. Am I greeted with a smile or a hug or a kind word, or am I welcomed with a cold stare? Once I visited a church and sat down on the fourth row only to be asked to move because I was in someone's seat. I moved out of respect, but I have found no good reason to go back to that church. I just didn't feel the love. The B part of Romans 12 and 10 says, to take delight in honoring one another. Folks, yes ma'am, no ma'am, yes sir, and no sir are a way of honoring others. I take delight when a young person serves me at a restaurant and I address him as ma'am or sir. My delight comes from the look on their faces and often the looks on the faces of the people I'm dining with. Try it sometimes and see if your level of service goes up. Romans 12 and 11 advises us to never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. There's a current debate about the motivation of receiving unemployment benefits. The extra $600 that is added to the $380 weekly unemployment check gives some people more money than they make on their old job. The argument is, why look for a job when you're bringing home $980 a week? The extra $600 benefit is set to expire this weekend. Could you pay your bills and feed your family on $380 a week? This verse is to let us know that as Christians, we are to work just as hard when no one is looking. When it comes to serving the Lord, we should be on fire for Him. My Presbyterian friends call themselves the chosen frozen, and I get a chuckle when I hear that term. Other groups are on fire for the Lord. I'll tell you this, I've never been to a quiet Pentecostal church. If you find one, it's only quiet because it's empty. Romans 12 and 12a tells us to rejoice in our confident hope. My Christian comrades, our hope is in Jesus. Everything we do as Christians is with a mind that is set on heaven. That word hope is not used as in, I hope I get to heaven. The word means to anticipate, usually with pleasure. After a life on this crazy world, heaven will be a pleasure. Romans 12 and 12b tells us to be patient when we are in trouble. Now, many of us are impatient with the current social situation. When you add COVID-19 to the high unemployment and social unrest, it spells trouble. So how much patience should we exhibit? Unemployment is coming down slowly, but not fast enough for some. COVID-19 vaccines are being developed, but not fast enough for many. Social unrest has calmed down, but not fast enough for most. So what are we supposed to do while we're waiting? Romans 12 and 12c has the answer. Keep on praying. Christians have little to no control over the unemployment statistics, vaccines, or social unrest, but we have total control over our prayer life. I believe that more and more men and women of God are praying now than ever before. Be patient and continue to pray. I covered Romans 12 and 13a in last week's podcast that when God's people are in need, be ready to help them. Romans 12 and 13b takes it a step further. We are to practice and show hospitality to strangers. Of course, we would have no problem helping our neighbors, our family members, our church members, and others that we know. 
Paul says that we are to give ourselves to hospitality. When the Spirit leads you to be generous to someone you don't know, you show the love of Jesus. Romans 12 and 14 contains one of the most difficult concepts in the Bible. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. My Christian companions, in the social climate of today, there may not be as much blessing as it needs to be. The justification for cursing those who have persecuted in the past is 400 years of pent-up anger by black people. We are not called to be angry. We are called to be a blessing. The response to the anger from white people is fear. But 2 Timothy 1 and 7 says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Use that power to bless and not curse. Let's pray. Father, again, we ask for peace in this land. We pray that we become blessings to others, those we know as well as those we don't know. We pray for continued healing in this land. In Jesus' name, amen. I continue to encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church. Send your prayer request as well as your praise reports to hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for Great Ministries and share us with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and the unsaved. This ministry is supported by friends like you. If you'd like to donate to us, go to greatministries.org, click on the donate button. Or you can mail your check to P.O. Box 1654, Lilburn, Georgia, 30048. Call us at 678-693-2204. Stay safe, be blessed, and have a great week.